Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hey, Monica. You are listening to Dear Progressor, a monthly episode full of notes from your fellow progressors of the About Progress community. Hello, and it is time for my favorite episode each month where we get to hear notes from your fellow progressors all about how they have grown this month and what they have to teach us about our theme. Now, just to remind you, this whole month we've talked about happiness. We have heard from such incredible guests, and I'm going to tell you all about what I took away from this month and the things I've done in my own do something list before we get into our progressors. As I took a few minutes to reflect back on what I learned this month, I think it really comes down to one word, and it's relationships. Starting with Richard Iyer and every other guest we had on, Shantae and Dr. Finlayson Fife, and then Ann Cropper, what really matters to you out of everything in your life? It's not the to-do list. It's not the productivity. It's not the busyness. It's not the money. It's not success, independence, control, all those things that Richard taught us as well. And it's about choosing the life we have right now. It's about the relationships that we have chosen in our lives and how we can better those. I feel like every single guest pointed me in that direction. It's all about those relationships. I hope you've taken the time to listen to each episode this month and that you've worked on cultivating your own happiness. And if you haven't yet, you still can, and you can still use this month's progress plan, which you can find for free on my website aboutprogress.com slash free. 
I wanted to give you a little update on my own do something bucket list for 2019. And I hope this is something you are working on. What this is, is a list of things that scare and challenge me that are fun and exciting, out of the box, whatever I've had on the back burner that I want to bring out. You can find my do something list on my website about progress.com slash do something. I must admit to you, the last two weeks have been, or two weeks, two months have been rather nuts. So I haven't made a ton of progress on that and that is okay. So if you haven't either, give yourself some some grace and get back on that horse, just like I am. I will tell you what I have made progress in that I wasn't expecting. One of the things on my do something list was to start playing my flute again. And I was had on my list to start uh, taking lessons again from my old flute teacher. I have reached out to her, but she hasn't written me back. So if you're out there and you know this podcast, Nancy Tune, write me back so I can be your um, flute teacher again. She's amazing. I just don't think she knows I've requested a message. But what I have made progress in, it just fell into my lap. I am playing my flute again. I started a new challenge on my Instagram, um, which you can find out about progress. Uh, Every single month, we are going to choose one small thing that is going to help us move forward. And mine was to play my flute for five or 10 minutes a day, just my scales. And doing that has helped me tremendously because an opportunity kind of fell in my lap. After I got back back from Alt Summit, I ran into someone in uh, my church congregation who told me that they were looking for a flute player to play in the upcoming production of Lamb of God. And if you have heard my faith episode, uh, which is by far one of my one of my um, most popular episodes, and thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. You know that the Lamb of God <clears throat> is very significant to me. It is a huge, huge thing in my life. Um, just by listening to the music, it absolutely changed my life. And so I didn't think I'd have the chance though, because there are only two flute players in an orchestra, but I did reach out to the conductor and I think they were truly desperate because they let me in without playing. And, you know, he asked, have you played in an orchestra or symphony? I'm like, yes, I have. And I was like, should I tell him it was 15 years ago? That was the last time I played with an orchestra. Should I tell him I've played like six times in church since then? You know, and I told him I'm a little out of practice, uh, but I am confident I'll be able to get back into it quickly. And I was so nervous, you guys, showing up to that first practice. I was so nervous that I wouldn't be up to par. I had practiced um, an hour a day um, leading up to it, which was huge for me. Like my fingers and my mouth, they were all hurting because I was so out of practice there. Um, and I just feel like, you know, there's a whole other side story I'd love to tell you um, about a little miracle I feel like I had there. But one of the biggest things I, I learned from that, though, was to put myself out there and to do something that cultivated happiness in my life was this music that I had long put on the back burner. And as I showed up and I did my best and I kept making mistakes and I kept trying and trying and trying, slowly over the next few weeks, the music got easier and easier and easier. And by the end, I really felt like I was performing. I wasn't just trying to perform. I was performing. And it was, it was this has just been a whole miraculous little story for me. And I have to credit my husband too, because right after alt, I had all these practices and performances that took me away from home. And then I just left for a mama spring break. That was amazing with the mama ladder. If you're ever interested in that, it's a business retreat for moms. And then next week is my my workshop. So it's been a lot for the Packer home, but I am so grateful I had that opportunity. And that was a huge do something my list. So I think what I'm going to do is change that do something from um, take flute lessons again to 
play the flute again, and I'm just going to keep this up and play every day just the scales. I'd love for you to join in on my one small thing challenge every single month and um, just go to Instagram and then I'll highlight you there as well. Um, what I wanted to do here before we dive in to the Dear Progressors is share the review of the month. And if you are this review of the month, it's your lucky day because we are going to give you an amazing, amazing gift. It's a gift bag from my Rediscover You workshop. So this is full of all sorts of goodies. And I love to do this each month. This reviewer is Kame Ogre. I'm so sorry if I'm saying this wrong. C-A-M-E-O-G-E-R. The title of it is Genuine and Inspiring. It says, love this show. Monica is so real and genuine, and I have felt so inspired to make changes that will bring me joy and help me to grow in ways that I have felt stuck in for a long time. I love that because it's simple and sweet. That's how your reviews can be. It doesn't need to be long and drawn out. Just get on there and leave me your review. And I'm so appreciative of each and every person who has done that. We are at 563 reviews right now, which is great. So close to 600. And my goal this year is 1,000. <laughs> I might have stretched myself too far on that, but I'm still confident in you. So if you are came Ogre, C-A-M-E-O-G-E-R, will you please direct message me or email me at hello at aboutprogress.com and then I'll get your address and I'll send you this amazing gift bag, which you so deserve. Every single month on the Dear Progressor episode, unless last month I forgot, um, I'm going to share the review of the month and reward you. So I hope you tune in every uh, month, not only to hear from your fellow progressors, but also to hear who gets this prize for this month. Now it's time to hear from you, our fellow progressors. And if you want to submit your own progressor note next month, please do and do it sooner rather than later. I was so happy because most of these arrived near the beginning to the mid uh, middle of the month, which I thought was huge progress from um, the last month. So thank you for that. Send it as soon as you think of it. Just get on your phone, record a voice memo. It can be far from perfect, just like this podcast is, and email it to me at hello at aboutprogress.com. Okay, it is now time to hear from our fellow progressors. I really, truly do love this. And I just want to thank each and every one of these ladies who have left us a dear note. And I put a little chime in between so you know um, the breaks between. And I don't introduce their names just in case they want to be anonymous. So if you're ever uh, submitting your voice memo, if you want to go by your name, make sure you say that at the beginning. Hey, Monica, I wanted to tell you that I did something that really scared me this week. But I did it. And as I was wrapping it up, I thought, oh, I really want to tell someone. It's so scary, I don't even want to tell you what it is, but it feels pretty good to say I did it. Also, last month, a reader talked about being in a habit of being stressed out. And this week, on the way to preschool one morning, it hit me. That's exactly what was going on. I was just in the habit of being stressed out. So, I'm going to work on that one now so that... I can teach my children not to have that habit. Thanks so much for all you do. Hi, Monica. I have been thinking so much this month about what I've learned and what's really been valuable to me as I've listened to the podcast and participated in the Facebook group and spent time really participating and reading through the posts on Instagram and I honestly was kind of floored when I heard the theme for this month about 
how to be truly happy. And I thought, wow, this could not be a more perfect theme for me right now in my life. Um, when that theme came up, I had for a quite a while been feeling very unhappy in a lot of areas of my life. I felt like I was not making progress. I felt like I was not having my priorities straight and I was kind of in a rut and I wasn't really sure how to get out of it. I felt like I was planning my time well. I felt like I was doing good things and that I was very busy. And anyway, so all the podcasts have been so valuable to me, but one of the ones that was most valuable to me was just listening to the the last month in March, everyone's comments that they sent in on the Dear Progressors episodes and also the intro that you gave to the theme on being happy. And um, after listening to those two, I made some changes and started doing some small, simple things like you've been talking about, and it has been so helpful. I mean, not that I am always feeling happy and that I'm completely satisfied with every day that I I have, but um, I have, again, had it shown to me how there is truly power in doing small and simple things consistently, and that it's so easy to forget that we don't have to do huge things in order to make a lot of progress, and that it is that consistency, that diligence in doing the, the small things that leads to the real lasting change in our lives. Um, I was thinking about the changes I've made in my physical fitness and in my my nutrition in the last year and a half. I've worked really, really hard to lose weight and to maintain the weight that I lost and to build up more muscle and strength in in my body and I seriously think the only reason I've had success in it is because I have been consistent for well over a year now I have worked out four or five days a week for 20 or 30 minutes some days I only work out 10 or 15 minutes if it's a really stressful busy day but I always fit it in no matter what And I've noticed that over the last year and a half, I have gone from being a complete weakling who could not do much of anything strength-wise. And now I can do things like push-ups. I can do like full push-ups. Let me clarify, lots of push-ups. And that's just one example of something where... I've really committed to doing it regularly and consistently and it's not always perfect but I always do it and I've seen huge progress there. And I also read a quote this month that I just thought fits so perfectly with this theme of being happy and everything that I've been thinking about in relation to this is that the most joy comes from the simple things of life. Um, That's from if you are familiar with it, that is from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, one of the apostles. His name is Elder 
M. Russell Ballard. And that quote really stuck out to me because that is what's brought me more happiness in the last couple of weeks is just doing those small and simple things more consistently. And for me, that has meant playing the piano again, which is something I've always had a passion for. And I didn't do for like six years when I was having young children and nursing and bearing babies and all that. And it's been starting to meditate a little bit each day. And that's literally only been five minutes or less a day. But it's made a huge difference for me. And it's been just choosing to be more present, which for me has mostly meant putting my phone down more and not having it in my hands when I'm with my kids and my husband. And I'm just sitting there and letting myself be okay with maybe being bored for a few minutes while I watch the kids play or whatever it is that we're doing. And um, I guess the whole the other thing that I've I've had on my mind too is just we are surrounded by all these things around us that offer these quick transformations and these quick fixes that promise massive results and I've I think we all want to believe that there is a quick fix out there for all the problems that we have. I know I do. I wish I could just turn off some of the things that I struggle with. If there was just some switch I could flip that would make it go away forever. But it doesn't work like that. And that's been a really good lesson for me to remember this month is just to keep going, to be steady, to be consistent to keep at it, and to give myself grace when things don't go the way that I want them to, and to just try again tomorrow, and that that is what's going to bring me joy and happiness and peace in my life, and anyway, I just felt like I really needed to share that, and I hope that it helps somebody out there. It's helped me a lot to remember that and be reminded of that this month, so Thank you for this theme, Monica. It was really perfect. I have loved this month's theme and podcast for Monica on happiness, and it has helped me grow and learn and explore so much about what happiness is for me. Um, In the past, I've searched for happiness in all the wrong places. I was looking to external sources and not inward, and I was stuck in the mentality of, I'll be happy when... I have since found that happiness comes from within and it doesn't matter what my circumstances are. I have found that when I embrace the messiness of life, I'm most content and that's where I find my true happiness. Mindfulness has helped in finding joy and happiness, but it wasn't until I truly embraced the mess that I have been able to find that lasting happiness. Life is not linear. Um, It's up and down and it's side to side. So why not embrace that up and down and side to side and enjoy the journey? Embracing the mess doesn't mean giving up. It just means understanding that there will be ups and downs, but striving and giving yourself compassion through the process. 
So there was a quote that I found um, the last couple of weeks that really just hit it all home for me. It says, ironically enough, when you make peace with the fact that the purpose of life is not happiness, but rather experience and growth, happiness comes as a natural byproduct. When you are not seeking it as the objective, it will find its way to you. And this quote just really was so eye-opening for me because I realized that when I have experienced true happiness, it was in seeing myself grow and learning through the process and through my experiences. And through this process, I've learned for me, happiness means embracing the mess, being more present, giving myself compassion, and growing and learning from my experiences. So thank you, Monica, for helping me think outside of the box. Hi, Monica. I had a few thoughts that I wanted to share about your growth spurt episode on not procrastinating our happiness. The first thing that really stood out to me was when you said that happiness is not a destination, but is something that we develop. And the term develop really struck me. I feel like there's been a lot of attention in self-improvement on happiness being a choice. And while I can appreciate that perspective and some of that rings true to me, it it's it feels a bit dismissive to me to say that you're happy because you choose it and you're unhappy because you choose it. And it felt like it oversimplified happiness. So when you said that happiness is something you develop, I I really that struck me. Uh when I think of the term develop, I think of photography. Growing up in the 80s and 90s, my father was a photographer and he had a dark room and I used to watch him develop his pictures. This is obviously pre-digital era. And to develop a picture is a process. It requires a lot of things. It requires uh, shadows and light. And it requires time and, and chemicals and trial and error. Sometimes a picture would develop and it wouldn't be quite how he wanted it. And so he'd go back and start again and, and examine it from a perspective a bigger perspective saying, where do I need more shadows? Where do I need more light? Where do I need more depth to bring bring out the things I'm looking for? And all of this is part of the process of creating a beautiful and impactful piece of art. When I think of happiness in those terms, it kind of gives me some perspective of looking and examining my life. Where do I want to put my attention? What will help me? What will help me develop more happiness? Where do I need more time or less time? And also that a beautiful piece of art, a beautiful photograph, the shadows and the light are all necessary and the depth. And you can't have a beautiful piece of art without the dark and the light and the depth. And just like our happiness isn't going to be all sunshine and rainbows all the time. And that those hard things and those trials can be part of that bigger perspective of happiness. And so I, that really put me on a line of thinking of how do I want to develop happiness and make it a priority, as you mentioned, and where do I need to put more attention or less attention and more effort or less effort. And so I just wanted to thank you for just that, the way that you phrased it and just the way that you approached the development of happiness and how we can put in the effort to find that happiness and that it doesn't have to be perfect situations for us to have happiness. 
So I wanted to thank you. I really enjoy your podcast, and I've had a lot of enlightening moments and learned a lot and have has given me a lot to think about, and so I wanted to thank you. Okay, wasn't that so good? I just can't get over the people who are listening to the show, and I honestly feel like you could be in my spot behind this microphone and teaching all of us every single month. I hope you know that as members of this community, it is so important to me that you feel valued here and that you know your voice matters to all of us on the show. I am not an expert and neither, frankly, are any of my guests. Yes, we all have things to teach each other, including these guests on certain topics, but so do you. And I really hope you know that you are always welcome to share what you have to teach us and what you have learned. Before I say goodbye, another reminder, if you have not done that 30-second, six-question survey for me, you can do that at aboutprogress.com slash survey. And again, thank you so much for doing that. I'm so glad you are here, and I'm so glad you came to listen to this Dear Progressor episode. Take care, and remember, life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.